welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Two, two Girls and a Podcast. Hey, how are you, Kristen? I am good. How are you? I'm great. Wait, I realize that I say A at the beginning of every episode. Like, A. A. It's a. Oh my god. Like, that'd be like my signature. Your signature thing, thing like. It's Welcome. Actually, hey. It's actually a couple things that could be my signature thing, but let's see if people I catch know. on. There's a lot I of stuff know. that I say a lot, but well, do you know what I say a lot? Let's Listen, see. lately her thing has been don't kill me. <laughs> so like legit, I used there were there were a few years ago I used to say that a lot, and Lena has had me saying that so much lately because she every minute something's killing her. I'm like Lena. Don't kill me. It's true though. <laughs> like, listen, like, trust me. It's true. But that's so funny. Because I actually got it from you. Now you got it. Now we're rotating me. it. We're like, like <laughs> playing tight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're rotating phrases. Oh my gosh. But So, this episode, we'll be talking about life growing up in the Caribbean. We feel like there's a lot of um, things that make us very different from so, the world exactly. around us. and. Yeah, there's there's a lot for us to basically clarify. Yeah, I I mean, we're still in this whole, you know, you guys getting to know us and stuff. And what better name, but what better way than to see how we grew up and, you know, like. And it's such a huge part of us, like, you know, being Caribbean is such a, that's fundamental. So, yeah. And we're saying it like it was so long ago, but we're like only like mid-20s. But it's like, we feel so damn old. I know, right? It's like, (laughs) when I was, you know, a little girl. (laughs) Many, many moons ago. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, it's just crazy. But yeah, I'm sure the way that we grew up is way different than how other people grew up in the world, you know? I mean, of course, unless you are Team Caribbean as well. Exactly. If you're not... If you are, let us know, comment, and like tell us where you're yeah, from. Yeah, we're Caribbean massive. Wrap big your flag, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, where did you go to primary school? I didn't even know. Where did you even go to primary school? Like, I went to Georgetown Primary School, so like oh, the gangster yeah. school of gangster schools, right. like Georgetown Primary right. School. Yeah, yeah. I actually recently just learned that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was my school, guys. Like, mm-hmm. and like we were serious. How was that experience? Um. I feel like I adapted very well. Uh, I feel like I adapted very well. So I was like kind of shy, but at the same time, I was kind of hood. So I would like hood. get around with all the... Ch- the, the- I'm so hood. I w- you remember that song, girl? No. Like, Come on. Don't. It's hood. Like, I'm. you don't remember that song. Okay, I'll make you hear it yeah. I'm so hood. I wear my lap around my waist and. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Now I know, I know, I know. All right, I'm like had a moment there. Sorry. So yeah, so I went to Georgian Primary School, guys, and um, I find that how to say this. So in Cayman, like public schools are the um, you know, government-run schools. Um, so it's just like regular, regular children, basically. Um, oftentimes people look at them as like the, you know, the least superior school. Mm-hmm. So I went to Georgetown Primary School and a lot of the big areas in Georgetown, um, consist of some neighborhoods that are like, you know, that has more poverty. Like and, rock hole. Yeah. Like, so, so like more, po- more poverty and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I feel like it was a very crucial time in my life because I was I didn't come from money either. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like I didn't come from money, but I wasn't dirt dirt poor, right? Mm-hmm. And I was not middle class you either. Just, like, comfortable, exactly. Yeah. And 
I came from a no neighborhood that wasn't that great either. So I went there and the way my mom raised me, it was kind of like a little bit like a little classy, like very kind of prissy in a sense, mm-hmm, but not, mm-hmm. not stush. Yeah. So me going there gave me a balance. It made me see like different sides of life. Like, you know, there's people that have less than me. Because at the time, mm-hmm. I would think that I didn't have much. But mm-hmm. there were people that had less than that me. There were people... Have, yeah. Exactly. So it kind of humbled me from a very young age. So I saw a different... You know, I interacted with the different types of people from a very young age. Um, yeah. So I was like an in-betweener. Like I was popular, but I was still kind of to myself mm. and held my own. I remember we would have netball matches. Oh my God, and netball. we would be like, so competitive. Like the other schools would be fr- afraid of us. Like we'd walk on the court with... Straight face, me Trust mugging. Me, you never want to play Georgetown. Never. Listen, we would like, not there lose. There certain schools that you didn't, didn't did want not want to play. Any interaction with Georgetown, yes. West Bay Primary, Eastern. <laughs> we never want nothing to do with them. They were aggressive. Listen, <laughs> and I remember because we would be aggressive. And we would put on these mean mugs and sports mm-hmm. time, football, netball, whatever. We'd be aggressive. Like, let's yeah. go. I played I mean, it was like... All the cool girls like had to play netball in primary school. Yeah, you, know, you had the little skirt, the little short skirt, and, and your then, little pivot. Listen, poop, poop. This, <laughs> your little like, pivot. Trust me, like um, I went to bottom bottom town primary, so that's like the they not the opposite side of the um but, island, but, but very far from Georgetown. Yeah. That was the first capital of Cayman. Yeah. And Kristen, she is recently a born town. I know, so I'm not. I, I am a born bottom towner, so. <laughs> Yeah. She's a legit Bonton Town. Yeah. So um I went to Bon Town primary and I had the same experience. I mean maybe not as hood because you know Bon Town people they kinda more up like poor, like that's probably why your mom And I bougie. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm kinda bougie. <laughs> but yeah, so that was a whole different experience. Um I played netball, football, like I was very into sports. I even did all spelling B and all kind of stuff. Like, it was just like a I heard these to do like, track and everything. But in primary school, I feel like that was a time where you was you were so active. Like, yeah. everyone just did something. Yeah. You know, you always had to do some kind of after school something. Whether you were in... Um, Dance or sport or, like, like you said, spelling and, B yeah, or... Like everything. And I was a prefect. I was a prefect in, prefect yeah. in every single school I like, attended. Yeah, but I went to Bonton Primary from year one all the way to year six. six. Like, I graduated in... And how was it? How know? do you feel like it, it contributed to who you are now? Well, my mom always tells the story, but the first day of school, that Lena year one, right? My mom drops me off at the front of the school. <laughs> and then Lena is there crying and actually runs out behind the car to the road. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And my grandmother had to come and pick me up. But from there, I was great. (laughs) After that, after that first initial shock. Yeah, I don't really, honestly, I don't really remember remember much much from primary school. But I just remember being very active and like one of the popular girls, you know. Like, yeah, but... I mean, you're you're just getting to know getting people. Getting started in life it's and like trying to figure it out. Interaction, you know, exactly. like oh my god, there's small people like me, exactly. <laughs> you know. So True. yeah, and then what happened to me was I actually after um primary school, you know, everybody gets hyped like, oh yeah, we're going to George Hicks and stuff. You're going to big school, yeah. And then my mom's like, oh yeah, by the way, you're going to Catholic school. Oh, and she switched like, you. I was like, what? So, like, I'm here now thinking, like, all my friends going to public school, they're going to George Hits, and it's like, I'm going to Catholic school. She's getting 
I'm getting switched private kind. Privatized. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. So, um. She upgraded on us. <laughs> I know. So, I went to private school for the rest of my little. You're her primary school, yeah. high school Education. career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and you went to public school. Yeah, so. I went I went to public school straight through. Yeah, and I remember, like, at Catholic school, like, the little f- the fence that separated my school from your school, and, like, all these demon children. Yeah, like. she was like, they're the bad kids, they're the outcasts. <laughs> Meanwhile, we were like, mm, mm. Look at them Catholic school I know, girls. right? Look at them over there. <laughs> Bunch of hoes. I We'd be, know. like, literally, like, we'd have our own little... Things about you guys, and I guess you guys would have uh, yours like, too. Trust me, all you have to do is peek through the fence, and I could have seen one on a fight in or something. Ah! I was some lunchtime fight the going action. on over there. Yeah, Are you but, still kissing her boyfriend? Right? I know, but I feel like I don't know if it's like everywhere or just because I don't feel like um in America and stuff they have a lot of private schools. Like I feel like most of the schools are public schools. Yeah. But in the Caribbean, um, definitely Cayman, private school and public school definitely have a There's a distinction. Yeah. There's a there's a difference. Yeah. Um it's like, you know, public school there's not a lot of good education and stuff. But now look at all these private schools there again, these bad reviews and stuff. Oh yeah, like, schools failing and stuff. And I don't I feel like I got the most out of my education being in a public school system. I feel like that is a mis like yeah. misinterpretation because I feel like it's what you make of the system. Yeah. Not necessarily the system itself. Because you have those kids that just don't yeah. take their education serious. Don't they don't take learn. anything serious. Mm-hmm. But you see me, I was involved in everything. I was in key club. I was a peer counselor. I was a prefect. I did sports. I did I, I was in set one, so like the highest class. And I felt like I did all that I could to, to make the best of it. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of smart kids that come out of public school. For sure. You know, like, people automatically assume, oh, they went public school, so they're no. not very good school. Exactly. Like, no, that, that's not the case at all. Exactly, and I feel like because we were under the government, a lot of our mis- mishaps got exposed like it was in the media it was like oh my gosh and escalated so mm-hmm. if something small happened they'd be like oh there was a gun in the school there was a knife someone was running through the school with a knife trying mm-hmm. to stab everybody whereas in <laughs> private schools no one would ever hear about it like no. you would never hear anything but then the Shit inside school would be like yeah. yo they were doing drugs in the bathroom mm-hmm. they were half giving head on the stairs More it was exactly but <laughs> i guess like it was like because it's privatized, yeah, they have an obligation to keep their stuff more private than ours. I love how we just made privatize a word. I know, right? Not a word, <laughs> but that's our word. <laughs> um, but definitely one thing about going to school in the Caribbean as well is all the holidays. And Ooh, honestly, I did holiday not, central. Oh, and I did not realize until I became an adult and started working, and like you're like, oh, the traffic is gone. <laughs> School is out. There's so many holidays, but of course, when we were in school, we're like dying, like trying to like find out like when the next holiday holiday is. is. I can't wait for summer break. I can't wait for Christmas break. I can't wait for Easter. I know. So it's like there's a big thing. So many of them. Yeah. But there's a lot in America as well. Like they have July the fourth. They have Thanksgiving. But it's like in Cayman, you have have more. I think we have even more in in Cayman. Well, I think maybe the whole Caribbean. I don't know. But in Cayman, we have one January, February, March, April, May, June, <laughs> July, July. And, and then, then we got a break until November. Until November, December. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we have a lot. Yeah. We have a lot, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't really count Afghans. I legit 
hate the ass Wednesday holiday. It's like you go to work Tuesday. Midweek. <laughs> go to work Tuesday, no work on Wednesday, and then back to work on Thursday. Sure. It's like, I know let's start in butts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you could have just give me the little Thursday, Friday. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? Just give you us know. the rest of the week. But yeah, I mean. But yeah, so what for you? Like, how was, how was your holidays? Like, how was summer for you? boring like until i started getting like summer jobs and stuff like like closer to my older years i used to like work at the grocery store like buying it and stuff Aww. but my up to the day like my favorite holiday is christmas like uh, i love it like too. you can ask anybody about me like as soon as december hit like, you know got my birthday then got christmas and then new year's it's like why wouldn't it be lit celebration exactly and i just yeah. love it like christmas will always be my favorite time of the year like even as november like as halloween done i'm like okay christmas time now exactly <laughs> you so know true. like november is so unnecessary to Listen. me and like you could just skip over and go to december and like but, even especially as a child like christmas time you'd be writing up your christmas list yes, like i want this i want yes. listen i want heelys you remember heelys oh girl do i remember i want heelys i want a scooter i listen. want this yeah yeah and then like summer was kind of boring for me too though yeah i mean what- but i used to go to summer camps Sometimes, sometimes, right? But I mean, other than that, it's just camping all that. But yeah, it's no nothing, camp, it's nothing like for too... the whole two months, you know. Exactly, it was all like bits me. and pieces. And as I got older, like I got siblings and stuff, yeah. so I had to like stay home, yeah. and I would be with them, just chilling and whatever. Yeah, and I remember when I was in primary school, every summer my mom used to give me these workbooks, and that's every, right, girl. Listen, stay in them books. Listen, and every day she would she would put a little day. outline. To Ooh. say I need to do these like three pages a day, mm-hmm. and if five o'clock come and they were not done, hmm. I mean bear in mind you know doing them at like four, four to five, but I would get none done. Listen, my mom would just be like, <laughs> "You better keep your head in them books. When school come back, you better do good in school and get them grades." What I remember as a teenager, in the summertime, my would message me or call, no, she would call me. She'd be like. Take out the meat, let it thaw. <laughs> She'd be like, take out the meat, let it thaw so I can cook it when I come home. That's all I remember. And I a like classic it. is having to take out the meat and forgetting to take it out until mm. like minutes till she comes through the door and you like, the meat's still in the freezer. And you're running that <laughs> the water. The meat's still in the freezer and you're running that water. I'm hot trying to get that to the top quick Don't time. Don't kill me today. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I actually think there's a meme about that. That's so funny. Yeah. But my life is like the complete opposite because my mom, I mean, I love your mom, but she don't cook shit, right? (laughs) So it was like, I had to like make spaghetti, meatballs, like all that stuff. Like if I didn't, because my mom is a workaholic, so if I didn't cook my own dinner, Mm -hmm. then I wasn't going to get no dinner. Yeah. Or I had call her and say, pick this up. She bring food home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But my mom, I would come home and cook. She'd be like, season up, take out the meat, make it thaw, season it, da, 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 da. Trust me, that sometimes Kristen would be occupied and Kristen would forget to take out the meat and get skin out like, little girl. <laughs> what are you doing? What have you done for the last hour now? That's why I don't play now. Like, with my seasonings and I be cooking, like, it kind of paid off in a sense. Like, <laughs> And then how can we forget Easter? Have you ever Ooh, been, you, you camped? You I, camp? I camped like once or twice, but I never liked it. My mom wasn't big on it, so I never ended up doing it a lot. But I did it to get the feel mm. of it. But yeah, I was never, it was never a big thing, guys. So if you're not familiar with how things 
work here um we every easter every easter we camp out um for the easter weekend and that starts from like the good friday right up until easter monday and you basically take out your pitch your tents out there on the Mm -hmm. beach and you bring your grill you bring all your supplies like all your canned food and stuff like you bring it out there used to be legit and people bring their radios play their music and but I mean, I was a child when we used to do camping. But now I see it's a lot of work, and I think that's why a lot of people have stopped doing it because mm-hmm. like it takes so much time to put all that shit out to put then, it all like, together. And then after a whole weekend of doing all this stuff, you come back on the Monday now, and it's like you have to pack all of it away. And it's like mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot of work. It takes a lot of preparation. Yeah, I feel so too. My family these last couple of Easter we've just been like getting a condo on the beach and then like calling that camping. <laughs> Which is nice. Like for the last few years, I joined Lena because I literally, I you, I, I ain't camping out on the beach. Tell you that for sure. It's so if I don't do time. anything else, I'll just join her and yeah. um, with her family. It's a lot. Which is nice. It's a nice little tradition yeah. to start though, going to the hotel and just relaxing, having exactly. that quiet time. Yeah, because camping is no joke, yo. Yeah, it is no joke. And I think a next thing worth mentioning is hurricane season. Like. <laughs> If, do you really live in the Caribbean? Uh, if you actually, actually, cool, not cool story, but I had a roommate in college that was from Trinidad. And they he, don't get hurricanes. They don't. And, and, I, and I can attest to this too because I have a co-worker from Barbados and I spoke to them about hurricanes briefly and mm-hmm. they were like, we don't get any because yeah. we're their farm, they're the yeah, Atlantic exactly. and everything. So he said that if they do get them, it's like a depression or something because yeah. that's where they farm and then they come out of there. Exactly. You know? so, so they don't really get it, get it. Yeah. But I think more like in this region, um, you know, the Cuba, the Haiti, yeah. the Dominican Republic, the Jamaica, the Florida yeah you know they're not caribbean but they they, they, they still we all get I mean, that hit look, often look at, um what the one that, Nima went, that went all the way to new york oh yeah yeah, yeah. sandy yeah was it sandy? i think it was sandy yeah i mean there there's something serious man and you just know like when you live in the caribbean like june 30 is it june 1st or june 30 shit june 1st when June first comes around, it's like it's hurricane season. You yeah. Know? So you have to be on your P's and Q's. Like but I'm, I'm, I heard, like Lena's husband is here, and she was literally saying, "Yo, we didn't even have our hurricane supplies I yet." Know, so <laughs> I'm not. I'm like so used to being like the child. Yeah. So I'm so used to my mommy and stuff like getting, getting the flashlights, getting the lanterns and all that. But shit, we the adults, you know. So it's like it's for us to like prepare ourselves you know get Especially ready us that we have a child it's like what are we going to because i just remember from That's hurricane scary. Ivan, oh. listen i just remember like from hurricane ivan like my mom flew me flew me out i went to tampa for like three months like you know like my mom had to take care of all that get our house fixed and stuff and it's like if that was to happen again we would be the ones to like have her, to make the executive yeah. decisions and to figure make sure it out. That our daughter okay. Make sure that our apartment is okay. I mean, it rains like one little day here in our backyard. Flood out. It's like came on. I read it for another um hurricane. You know, like girl, legit, I can't legit. even get into that. Like, like I see some roads and I'm like, you guys were here in Hurricane Ivan or no? Because. Like one little bit of rain in the pot. And because like, we're so flat, guys, we have no hills, no mountains, yeah. nothing to that effect. Um, so any little rain or any any little hurricane, 
we get a lot of water so it's, it's a bit extreme i actually stayed not too far from where lena lives during the hurricane and that was a disaster because it was oh, a you went to town already no oh. no this neighborhood oh here now oh, okay. and that was the worst decision my wow. mother could make and the water was like five feet high wow in the house and it was a one-story house so everyone started to panic because it was like okay well the water's getting high we don't know how high it will go mm-hmm. so we had to leave the house during the storm to go to an upstairs house next door mm. to get higher grounds and these people had like bars on their windows and doors oh so it was like we had to squeeze through one little small little window and my mom she's like full of sh- full of hips when your sister Oh, she wasn't born yet. So it was just me and my brother. Yeah. I was 11. Wow. I was 11. So I was like in the house seeing the water coming in. Like, oh, we can get to swim in the water. <laughs> Until shit started to get yeah. real. And the water started to get higher and higher. Yeah. And you're like, we're not swimming in this Listen, shit. No. <laughs> we're like, this kind of kind of scary now. Mom and dad, what are we going to do? Like, mo- Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they took us next door. And that was scary because, like, you know, things were flying in the air. And oh they had to hold God, our head down yes. to make sure that they hit us in the head. And they took us next door to seek refuge. Yeah. And where I lived originally wasn't any better. Mm. But we couldn't get down into the road for days. Like, the water was very high. Mm-hmm. We lost everything. Part of yeah. our roof was gone. And my, like, you got to leave. But my ass stayed and came out. Wow. So it was like having to like deal with the no electricity the water took a little while too it was rough it was rough the mosquitoes we had an earthquake too yeah gosh we had an earthquake too a little bit after ivan Mm -hmm. and everyone was so concerned and stuff like it was it was very scary and traumatic so like now if a hurricane was to come to Cayman, i would be like bye on the next flight out, oh, I ain't staying here. I know. I ain't staying here. I don't want you. I don't want. I think that there would be some kind of like mass like scare, and then like you like everyone would just be packed up at the airport, like trying to get out. I, remember, I would be the first listen, one to buy my ticket. Ivan, like I remember the airport after I went, and I mean the it line was, was serious, bro. Yeah, like it was crazy, and then also there was no internet and stuff, so like you couldn't buy tickets. So you no. had to go and like wait for physically the go up there. Yeah, and wait. And, and no on one the knew the plane. state of the island. No one knew what was what was happening. So you just had to go out there yeah. and figure it out. Yeah. So yeah, I would like if I if a bad hurricane was to come, I would just leave because I can't mm-hmm. deal with the whole trauma and yeah. whole rebuilding. I just couldn't. Yeah, it's a lot for sure. Like, <laughs> I and we're the adults. So, so God's willing, it's so much deal. pressure. Yeah. yeah, but if you definitely live in the uh, greater Antilles, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Yeah, we're in the greater. Yeah, yeah the greater Antilles. Then you should definitely like always be prepared for hurricanes and and it's so hot like we just we just attract these tropical yeah. storms like and, it's inevitable yeah it really is yeah guys growing up caribbean 101 <laughs> right there like i mean let's talk about our parents like just i mean just it sounds like based on our stories that you had a different household than i did yeah you know it, for sure but when it comes down to it, like, I think Caribbean moms are... Are they kind of, like, similar, like... Wait, just Caribbean moms. For real, like, first of all, Caribbean moms 101, they're strict for the most part. Yeah. 
they don't like to talk secondly they don't like to talk about certain things they're very like private when it comes yeah. to certain things like a child should always stay in a child's place yeah that's something very common I when think. you go to the store do you even look at don't. something <laughs> listen my mother would permit me one item she was like Kristen we go in the supermarket one item mommy can I please get this okay Kristen that was it close your mouth after that one listen. item even if it's just one chocolate bar. <laughs> Listen, like, it's serious, man. Like, just overall. They were strict. And the fact that we both came from, like, single mom homes, homes mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, th- I actually think it's very common in, like, the Caribbean. Like, yeah. not saying that all Caribbean dads are ancient, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it's very common yeah. that you have um, single families. Yeah, in the or, Caribbean. like, grandmas being, grandmas being very instrumental yeah. in the child's life, because my grandma, I yeah. spent yeah. many, 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 many yes. weekends I with mean, my grandma. Yep. My grandma, like, I was always going, like, I go with my mommy. But yours too? Exactly. Like, Like, my grandma was instrumental in my bringing up as well, too. Like, she was there, very instrumental. Like, Caribbean grandmas are lit. Lit. (laughs) What would we do without them? I know, but... What would we do without them? But, yeah, so, like, what are some topics that you think is kind of, like, taboo with Caribbean parents? Um, Definitely relationship and sex and all of that i mean i don't know i, I never guys i have a ch- i have a whole child and me not even get no sex talk oh no. no me either oh no my mom probably think i'm a virgin just that's that like that <laughs> <laughs> she knows better but i mean like we've never sat down I and know. had the talk my mom does not know when i first had sex and she does not know when i last had well, sex okay this is a PSA if our moms are listening right now. We love you guys. We love you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> we really do. But we could we could have used talk, you know what I mean? We could have used a little talk to yeah. see, you know, like this is all the birds and well it is the birds, the birds and, and the bees. bees. Like it was just kind of especially when you get And I feel like that's a US thing. Like like yeah. in the US you hear a lot about the talk. Yeah. And I don't think in the we could be wrong, but you let us know you let us know. folk. Like did you get the we, talk? We 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 kind of learned about the talk. The talk through you guys. Probably <laughs> what the talk. <laughs> I'm dying, guys. That's funny. She didn't get the talk. So she talking about thought. the talk. The <laughs> talk. <laughs> I'm dying away. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like it's a very real thing. Like, it's what is the talk? Let me tell you. Let me tell you what they see. Listen, you protect yourself and you be safe. You be smart. You go to school. You get a good man, and you get married. That was it. That was the most like. It yeah. wasn't any details, and and it, it kind of like, it kind of ties into like getting your first period. Like yeah. oh they don't tell God. you anything. You'll get that. Listen, your period will pop up on you, and they'll be like, "You're a woman now." Oh, you're a woman. Here's your now. initiation. You're a woman now. This means you can now have children. You can have yeah. a baby. But you know, here's some pads. They'll probably give you know give you your pads, give you your little kit and whatever, yeah. but it's no like real like demonstration. So I have like a little sister, right? So I talk to her all the time. Like I said, like just the other night, I was like, you know, any any kids in your child in your your group have their periods? I was like, mm-hmm. you know, that this is something that's going to happen mm-hmm. and whatever, whatever. So I'm like in my mind, I'm like getting ready for it. I'm like, I want to get her like a little like. Like a little teenager kit. Like I want to get her something. How old is she now? She's eleven. Okay, I had so, my period when I was twelve. Ah, I was yeah. older. I was a late bloomer, guys. I was like sixteen. Like I was wow. older. Yeah. 
So for her, I don't know, like she could, like she wearing training bras mm-hmm, and things, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I want to still have her prepared just in the event, you know? I was like, the later the better, Talissa. Yeah. Like, don't and worry. I, yeah. Don't and worry. It's her, like the little interactions I've had with her, I noticed that she's very like tweenish. Like she acts kind of like more mature. Oh. So I kind of feel like it's gonna come, come soon, sooner. You know? That yeah. Kind of like, like, like when we had the shoot, right? She was acting very ah, like, shy, like, like antisocial, like, yeah, kind of to herself. Yeah. So and maybe that's when they become more self-aware. Exactly. You know, you don't get embarrassed or shy until you become self-aware. Exactly. You know, so and I see like she went her training bras and things, and I'm like getting nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is actually <laughs> happening right now. So <laughs> I want to get her like a little kit, stop, right? And she the poor child, and she starts <laughs> high school this year. Wow. And it's been like a constant battle for my mom between sending her to public school like she did with me mm-hmm. or sending her to a private school. Yeah. And I'm like, send her to John Gray. And she wants to go to John Gray. But my mom wants her to go to, to exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, to you public know, public we'll do what's best for her. But I feel like this is such a p- important time in her yeah. life. And I want to be there as much as I can yeah. because I feel like. And I, the one thing I can actually say when you're in private school, I don't know how it is now because kids this, these years are cray cray. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> but like in private school you feel a lot more sheltered and you don't really get to experience as much as you would in public school and I you said know? that to my mother as well I'm like if you if you're going to send her to a private school right you need to make sure that she can integrate you need to make sure yeah. that she can socialize with everyone yeah. and not too she's not too like in a bubble and I feel like that is that has been a blessing for me because yeah. I can interact with people that have nothing, mm-hmm. people that come from nothing, and I I can integrate with people that are politicians yeah. and people that come from somewhere. Like yeah. I feel like I'm very versatile like that, yeah. and I feel like public school did that for me. Yeah, my I, whole story yeah. on the whole did that for me. And I actually think what did that for me was going away to college. To college, ah, public school. I was still kind of sheltered, yeah, and, and you, you feel know, like you branched and off. And actually, fully. when I start to like come out of my shell and stuff is when i made friends from private school mm. i mean from public school because mm. as you know most of my close friends are from john from your class yeah you know so it's like um yeah it was integrating with the public school kids and like there's more to life than private than school. just yeah <laughs> you that. know that kind of way so it's like oh yeah it's a whole new world whole new world <laughs> <laughs> we're still up for karaoke but yeah I know, right? You want to hire us for your next karaoke party? Hello, we're still available. <laughs> we still are. So another thing I want to touch on, since we're on this topic, dating. Dating. When were you allowed to officially date? I had being my a Caribbean first, child. I had my first date. Like I told my mom, I'm going on a date when I was 18. Like, that's when I went on my cover. 18. Yeah, and I told my mom, hey, there's this guy that wants to take me out. I'm going on a date. Yeah. And that was it. How about you? I remember being 16. Oh, okay. And I said to my mom, I said, mom, when am I allowed to have a boyfriend? I remember this conversation. I was like, mommy, when am I allowed to have a boyfriend officially? Mm-hmm. I know you don't want me to have one now, but when am I allowed? She was like... 16 and i was 15 at the time so i was like all right coming down to my birthday i was like so when i reach 16 i gotta come to you with a boyfriend and you better be prepared because you said i could have a boyfriend at 16 so i did but it was very strict like he could Mm -hmm. he could come over but he had to stay like downstairs in Mm -hmm. the sofa Mm -hmm. in this in the living area Mm -hmm. and that was it like yeah 
that was it. Like, yeah. it was that. And that yeah, was... Yeah, definitely. I don't know. If I see some girls now. They have all sleepover and stuff. Not, and I'm like... Imagine. What is a that? Sleep what is a sleepover? Pool? The first time I had a sleepover, air bubble, was when I was a grown-ass 23-year-old. Like, exactly. Like, there was no sleepovers. Yeah. Like, if you sneak him in, that's a whole different story. Right. <laughs> Girl, I wouldn't even try that sneak in the... Sneaking, like... I wouldn't even try that in the t-shirt house. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Trust. and I was I lived in a upstairs and downstairs, so there was no sneaking in. Exactly, like, my mom. He couldn't come in my window. My mom's room is right at the front up. door, ah, and I'm upstairs, and no one's gonna try and climb that. That's satellite Listen, listen. He could come over, and I remember being like seven, like in that seventeen arena, being seventeen years old, and he would just come sit respectfully in our sofa. We'd watch TV and that would be it. There were there was no sleepovers. I know, like it's like dating, and then like we touched, you know, in the whole um, I think it was the girl code episode when we were talking about the fact that people don't really date in the Caribbean as well. Nah, so cause like, we all know each other, so it's like mm, you talk. Yeah, you like court, but like. Just talk a little bit, and then it's like, yeah. okay. so that's why I don't even think, that's why I didn't even go to my mom. And like, I mean, of course, there was people that I had spoke, like, talked to before that. But mm-hmm. when I was 17 turned 18, that was the first time I was like, okay, I'm actually going to tell my mom, like, hey, there's this guy that I want to date. Exactly. Whatever. I think there's only, like, two guys I, I ever introduced to my mother officially as, like, serious. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I'm 26. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, not everybody you can bring home. Especially in the Caribbean, you can't just bring home everybody. And that's the thing. Like, we all know each because other. So, you, you have to be so particular. Exactly. Well, actually, you should bring them home. And that's you need to find out if that's your cousin. I know. <laughs> Don't kill me. Especially in Kima, you need to find out if that's your cousin first. And then once your grandma to say, no, you're not found the damn. You got it all clear. <laughs> yeah. But this thing, another thing about Caribbean families and dating, like, you can break up with that person for 10 years and your mom will still ask, oh, so how is Daryl John? And it's like... I know. Excuse me? It's like my mom, the last two <laughs> the last two serious relationships, she wanted me to get married to both of them. Like, she... <laughs> like, they were her like her I friends. Know. Like, I'm like... Like, once you... Can like, I figure this out on my it. own? <laughs> like, once you invite your Caribbean family into your relationship, that is That it. is, like, kind of their that relationships, too. Like, mm-hmm. legit, that is it. It's like, you can't... You can't... It's hard to come back out of it. <laughs> well, well, to close off this episode of, like, just growing up in the whole Caribbean and, you know, Caribbean life, what are some stereotypes that you hear that about us? That we have. Okay, first of all, they... Listen, just going to the states, they're like, "What do you guys do there? Like, do you oh have? How gosh. did you get here? Did you do you have a did passport? Did yeah, like, did you like float here on a banana leaf? <laughs> That's like a funny okay, one. Okay, Peter Pan. I know, right? <laughs> like they they think we're so uncivilized at times. I feel like, yeah. yeah. I mean, they I, a lot of people definitely think that um, the Caribbean, a lot of Caribbean islands, they're are like, like, do you work? Do you work? Like, I what, what do you work? do on a day to day basis? Do you like I have? Know. Do you have like those coconut bras? Oh and you're like having a if only grass that was skirt. Hard, like, <laughs> they're thinking about Hawaii. That's what they're I thinking know. about. I know. It's like nah, no, it's not like that. Um, sometimes people don't understand the way we speak. It's like, what are you talking? Like, in, like, are you speaking English? Is it Patwa? Like, why? On, another thing. Why is it that 
end of the party, I saw you tell them that you're from the Caribbean. They think you're automatically from Jamaica. Like, no, That's I'm true. not Jamaica. They were like, you're from the Caribbean? You're from Jamaica. Like, what? Listen, we're like very close. <laughs> very close. And guys, like, I always vote to Jamaica because I'm half Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Like, I say that any day, all day. But I'm like, no, no, no. Where I was born, it's like close to Jamaica, but we're not quite Jamaica. We're not Jamaica, Jamaica. Also, you're a part of Jamaica. No, I know. They're like, so you're like an island off the coast of Jamaica. No, but we're close. Mm-hmm. You know? It's crazy. Like Jamaica, that, that is a big thing. Like, I, I feel know. like because Jamaica is such a powerhouse. Yeah. We all, we, it's always like Jamaica, and, yeah. Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica. a lot of people come out of Jamaica that are like in the public eye. I mean, have you, you seen both? You have um Tasani Chip. Like, you have all those people. You that, have big figures that yeah. come from Jamaica. You have Bob Marley. I mean, come on. Yeah. So you have like, these big powerhouses that come from Jamaica, which is which is granted. They put Jamaica on the map, but not only did they put Jamaica on the map, they put the Caribbean on the map because yeah. they put us like on a like a you know they're mm-hmm. lit, <laughs> they're awesome, they have talent. So yeah. I guess that, that that is what it comes with as well. But definitely, I think the biggest stereotype that comes with being a Caribbean person is the whole fact that you're like some barbaric like. You they make it know. feel like we're not advanced. And it's I so know. funny. Like, here in Cayman, we're so Americanized. So Americanized. Like, it's crazy. It's like, crazy. the music, the rap music, the trap music, yeah. the whole nine. Guys, we are, we are like, an hour and 15 minutes away from Florida. I know. From Miami. Even that, sometimes it's even Miami that. Is sometimes like it depends on yeah. your... Depends. Your yeah. Yeah, but we're so close to Florida. It's like, everything that happens there trickles down to us. So your whole culture, like, it comes, it affects yeah. us in some ways. Especially the younger generation, they're yeah. so like into like American music and everything. So yeah, well, I hope you guys learned a lot more about us and where we grew up. I mean, it sounds it sounded so lovely. I know. <laughs> I think it was like, I think, it was, I think I it's very unique. I think where we come from is very unique. I mean, we. We're just lit. Yeah, let us know if you had the same experiences as us, you know, like just growing up in the Caribbean and just Where are you from? whole experience. I know. Or did you have a Caribbean parent? Did you grow up in the US oh, or in yeah. the UK and you had a Caribbean parent? So you had some similar experiences. Exactly. Or did you just grow up grow up in the US and just you know, it's totally different. I know. Well, it's the two girls signing off. Woo! Until next time. Bye.